0: We are here. It's me, JP Caduceus is here. Sub guys, how you doing? We got Yamoshi here. OG, as always. We are here to discuss the granola news as it pertains to I guess his sparring match with Goku. And Yamoshi happens to have feelings or qualms about that. Regale me. Well, I have a lot
1: of qualms about the granola arc in total but it my my gripes are mostly about ultra instinct and that's what this podcast is definitely going to be focused on what okay. is going on good night or morning youtube it is OG Amoshi here speaking and i was saying and like my good friend jp kadushis was saying we are here today to talk about the granola arc so in general um i'm not big on youtube yet and i'm not saying that um that as like downplaying myself or underestimating myself and not only that but i'm not saying that as a disclaimer either i'm saying that to say i'm not gonna name drop a certain youtuber or an individual but let's just say in the dragon ball community on youtube and the internet as a whole a lot of the dragon ball super fans and fandom at least I've, that i've seen recently they seem to accept the fact or they seem to keep making this statement that Granola is stronger than Broly. And I was disagreeing with that since the beginning of the Granola arc. And now we have new evidence that might contend that. But even outside of that, um, with that new evidence being released and, you know, me and many others the new manga chapter 73, me and many others reading it and seeing it, we now understand that there's also new limitations to Goku's Ultra Instinct, and there's even stated gauges for Granola's power level. So really today's focus would be at least for me to defend my statement and stance on I don't believe that Granola is stronger than Broly, at least when the, f- the first few chapters of the Granola arc came, like when he first did Entropy on oil, I believe around that around that point so that had to be like the third or fourth chapter released in the granola arc basically that was the point where everyone was saying it and i was disagreeing then um and basically from there it'll just be going over my interpretation of ultra instinct and i, I have jp caduceus here specifically for my interpretation of ultra instinct we in general we're thinking of uh putting more deeper dragon ball content on possibly other channels we might own in the future or have now, but let's just say for the most part, I have JP Caduceus here and we do these podcasts and talks because we understand dragon ball. And not only that, but we tend to speculate a little bit more further than the average bear, in my opinion. So, you know, that's what I mean when I say my interpretation of vulture instinct, it's not just, what everyone else would say about Ultra Instinct, I view Ultra Instinct completely differently as a concept. So, sorry for the long intro and disclaimer out the way. Uh, JP, you take from it.
0: Um, no, it's no problem. Uh, I would say, as it pertains to Ultra Instinct, like I don't, I can say I want to say that nobody's really happy about it, but actually, you know, like based off the fandom, it's like some people appear to be excited or or happy about it or enthused. Um. But, yeah, it doesn't really make any sense. Like, it, it honestly doesn't make any sense. Like, from every angle, it doesn't make any sense. Like, if we're, if we're looking at where we just came out of with the most recent tournament and, you know, Ultra Instinct being unveiled in that instance and it being, like, a whole, like, movie kind of blockbuster feeling and them even, you know, hyping it up to that degree and creating, I think, a, like, a damn near, what, a 45-minute to an hour episode and doing that whole thing that they did, um... It's like what? It's just a. It's a big what? I'm assuming that this like like this arc will be very 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 fleshed out, like one of the most fleshed out arcs we've ever seen. To you know be able to combat, um, you know the fact that they have stated these things about granola's power as it pertains to Goku as an opposition, um, or oppositionary force, but it. It, it just doesn't, it doesn't really make sense. Like, it, there's there's no real way to make any sense of it outside of just, like, you know, the creator's pen. Like, he, I just decided to, to say that. It, it doesn't really matter if it made sense or not. But go on, Kyron.
1: Yeah, so I agree with what you're saying, and to go into more detail um, about that, and before I even go there, um, I definitely plan on going there, but I would also like to quickly shout out my uh main artist for our little YouTube community, uh Lone Wolf. Um, we recently put a little bit of votes on for him in the Dragon Ball Fandom Awards, but we haven't really seen anything come up of the Dragon Ball Fandom Awards, so we don't know what to expect. But so check him out. Outside of that, um, we, me, and JP Caduceus have a group chat with our artist Lone Wolf, where we also talk about Dragon Ball with him because he also likes the franchise and series. And we've said these same things in the group chat. So I don't mean to be too redundant with uh, J.P. Caduceus in this podcast, but I am going to make my points real quick about um, my feelings of Granola in the beginning of the Granola arc. So immediately after Granola wished to be the strongest in the universe, um, already a lot of people didn't like that as a narrative or a, a plot point within the new arc to make it, you know, not necessarily deus ex machina, but to execute it in a way where it feels lazy, especially in the very beginning of the the arc. Granted, this arc was connected to the previous arc being the moral arc, and it did pick up and continue from the moral arc, but Granola is also a, a whole new character, like just loosely connected to the moral arc, not like closely connected. So I, I do feel like If it was something they did because they were rushing the intro due to COVID, it was unnecessary in my opinion. But like I said, before going on, I want to go over these points real quick. In the beginning of the Granola arc, after he made the wish to become the strongest in the universe, I understand we don't know the potential or the capacity of the power of the um, Golden Shenron or Supernova Shenron. I don't even know the dragon's name from Super. Shen, I, I just, I just, I just, I just call him. Super yeah, no. I, I thought that like was Zelma, the entire point of super, you know, Zelma, if I'm not mistaken, okay. the golden okay. dragon of super that he's like as big as the super dragon balls. And they're as big as like, you know, whole universe galaxies, whatever. But, but he seemed bigger
0: than the actual dragon balls in, like in the, in the Goku black arc, The
1: The highest possible power would be equal to that. But. In the beginning of the Granola arc, what we saw, especially when he was fighting the the fake Bojack reference henchman, the, the oil, I believe, when he did the entropy attack. And and that's just what the fandom or what a certain YouTuber is calling it. I, I don't know the name of the technique or I haven't decided on a creative name of it my own self. But all of the feats that Granola displayed after he made that wish made it seem like he went from Yamcha to Super Saiyan 3, in my opinion. And it feels like this was illustrated in the art because... It looked like he just went Super Cerulean 3, pun intended, because his hair just gets longer, he gets electricity, and he gets just a little bit more muscle mass. And all of the feats we see him do when he fights oil, when he does the quote-unquote entropy attack, it seems all Super Saiyan 3 feats, you know, typical mountain buster, energy blast stuff. So I, I don't understand how people are saying Granola's stronger than Broly from Super when Broly's even stronger than Golden Frieza and Frieza leapfrogged all of super within four months of training because he's a, a prodigy frost demon and Broly did it in half the time Broly is basically a prodigy sand and a, a, a very different sand and we plan on to uh, making podcasts and videos further elaborating on Broly's sand uh, physiology I guess you could say but it sounds yeah, Broly Broly basically fought two sand gods by himself for an hour. And not only was he able to keep up and adapt, but he was able to unlock his own transformations because he went from base form to that, like, that Ozaru form where, like, his hair was spiky in base form and his eyes were glowing and he got a little bit of muscle mass and, like, green aura around him. I don't even know, like, the official name of that transformation. But didn't they he try was definitely...
0: berserk or something?
1: Yeah, he definitely transformed twice within the fight with Goku and Vegeta. And this is prior to them using Metamorphic Fusion, right? So Broly, who who lived on a planet with basically no water, who, who was training with like beast and fighting and training with his weak dad, granted, he still put up one hell of a good fight of facing two sands for the first time. And they were both sand prodigies who had god forms, okay? He fought them by themselves for damn near an hour, two hours. Unlocked his own transformations within that time, and he even pushed himself beyond those limits with the legendary or the full power Super Saiyan, forcing Goku and Vegeta to fuse into Gogeta and forcing them to go Super Saiyan God Blue and Gogeta fusion, you know, metamorphic fusion. Excuse me. And a lot of things happened in that fight that Granola just hasn't replicated yet, which made which made me. You know, skeptical. It, it created narrative disbelief or little narrative dissonance because, you know, when Broly fought Gogeta, they were destroying entire land masses and breaking dimensions. And as I stated previously, Broly is even more of a prodigy than Frieza in the aspect of he barely had little, probably less training in time than Frieza, but he adapted at a way faster exponential rate than Frieza, then he was able to keep up with the god forms in, in Super. And it's really rare we get characters like that. So, for for YouTubers to say that Granola is stronger than Broly, or for people in the fandom to say and accept that Granola is stronger than Broly, I just I refuse to believe it. Because revenue stated, trafficking. Vegeta stated it at the end of the Tournament of Power that Sans have no limitless. So to state that any other alien outside of the Sand is stronger than a Sand, it's just blasphemy to me. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be on a sand him, we'll bad on. wagon or something, but It it just, narratively, it doesn't make sense to me.
0: I can say, well, essentially, like, like me and Yamoshi have the same point. It's just that, like, he feels more strongly about it. I already know that Dragon Ball will be railroaded in in some type of way outside of the railroad. One final quick interjection. Uh
1: I've kept up with the recent chapter. I've read the spoiler list for seventy-two, and I, as I've stated in our chats previously, I'm not against the way Super's being handled. I just wish it was executed more thoroughly, more better, with more thought. I am, and I am, I am against it because the way, it, way Super honestly, is being handled. But go on. Yeah. No. Um. Honestly, the way Super is going, I understand that. We need stronger villains that are even stronger than Goku, even with this super powerful, almighty transformation to push the series further and to evolve. Honestly, bro, harder. I, w- I would have. And I'm have. with that, but the way they're executing it in this arc is very, very disappointing in my
0: opinion. After the Moro arc, I kind of would have been okay with like them doing a whole nother arc just on Jiren and Goku going to that universe and them fighting again.
1: Yeah, a lot of people have said that. They want to see a, a arc focused on the Universe 6 characters or an arc focused on the Universe 11 characters. We don't always have to stay in
0: Universe 7 now at this point. It definitely would have been really cool if... Um... Well, I thought if 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 like I thought like let's say in the arc like the first inceptionary uh like I don't know let's say twenty episodes or so we will showcase some of the stuff in universe six and the seventh third. It's really just about Goku going over there, most likely just like fucking um, instant transmission over there, um um and just you know like they'll meet certain people, Fongiru, and they'll talk this, that, and the seventh third, and then it'll be like a whole thing. Probably have to fight a few other people first, just just for the sake of because you know Goku's Goku, um and then you know, he would fight Jiren. Uh, I think there's a way for them to make it a a, a small arc or a a very, like, large and fleshed-out arc where, like, later on we see, like, another form for Jiren. And
1: and you already know this because I'm working on it in my newest project I plan on releasing soon. But I have a theory about uh, about Jiren's past, specifically about his master and what happened. So I would love a, a special or just any content where Jiren explaining his backstory, or at least his master's backstory, in great detail. Like, who his master was, what kind of techniques he learned, how he met Jiren, stuff like that.
0: You know? I felt like if they did that, like, well, you said fleshed out, so of course I want fleshed out, but I feel like if they did like, quote-unquote, like, what would be fleshing it out and what they would jack is, yeah, we flesh it out, is like, when they introduced Jiren in the first place, and in certain instances, when they went over, like, quote-unquote, his like story, they did it in, like, what felt like and it's not even what felt like because it was really two minutes but it felt like you know like 20 30 seconds per watching it so you know like i i I would just want more depth for jiren not even from the space of like like really having a super high affinity you know with jiren i just feel like um you know it 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 should it should make more sense that he should be a lot more you know, identifiable as a character and this, that, and the third, because essentially he is a specter outside of, you know, the most recent animated arc. Like you have nothing really else to get or gain from Jiren. I don't feel like anything else was given about him based off his power level. It seems like for this character to be the character to evoke, you know, a whole new form from Goku. Like an entirely new form that no one has ever seen, ever. And this form is supposed to be, you know, the the, the, the highest pinnacles of okay, what is... Okay.